So I like, um, have you ever gotten to tag team defend pro wrestling with someone? Because it's my new favorite thing. Because wait to, de- wait, to defend like pro wrestling to somebody like as a as a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the other day, uh, I was at work, and I've now arranged it to where I take my breaks at work exclusively when wrestling is on. <laughs> and so I'm upstairs, and we've got a manager at work who watches wrestling too. So me and him are sitting there and watching the opening to Raw or whatever, and like 205 Live is happening. And they're showing a backstage segment, and a guy behind us is like, man, I can't believe people like this stuff. It's so fake. I can't believe it. Like, how is that camera there right now? I mean, come on. Isn't it amazing that there's a camera there? And I'm like, yeah, dog. Ain't it amazing how they get that camera in front of a dragon on Game of Thrones? That shit, you don't understand. And so then the dude keeps talking shit, and then the manager turns around. He's just like, man, but yeah, it looks so fake. It looks so fake. And the manager turns around and goes, yeah, I'm sure you're going to be thinking it's fake when you're scrubbing gum off the fucking tables on Wednesday. Remember who your boss is. You like what I like, bitch. And I was like, oh, shit. Damn. Yes. I have to admit. The Game of Thrones one was a good one. I was like, man, I can't believe they get that. That was good. That was a good yeah. one. That was a good one. I just love the fact that why I just don't. like, I ain't even gonna try to be clever. Talk about wrestling. I'll fuck you like a bitch. <laughs> he knows where his power is. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Making their way down the aisle. They are the greatest podcasting tag team in all of time and space. They are Blake Tanner, Scotty Moore, and they are the B. And joining them, as always, he is the Lord of the Smart Side. He is the Dylan. And together, they are known as the Fight. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fight Boys. Shut the front door. People who don't watch WWE talk about WWE. (laughs) Hashtag worst podcast ever. (laughs) Hashtag worst podcast ever. Hashtag all bullshit. Um, Good night, everybody. I feel like this is the equivalent of like if three vegans. Did a podcast about barbecue. <laughs> Welcome back to the vegan podcast. Um, so we talked last week about how CM Punk got offered a million dollars to come back to <laughs> wrestling, and apparently, yeah, none of that's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, this is what we this is what we get for letting you be in charge of our breaking news. You don't vet sources at all, terrible <laughs> journalist. Well, no, no, it gets better because apparently, like, they had a fake Twitter account where the fa- the owner of Five Star Wrestling got hacked, and he was just like, "Guys, happy to announce CM Punk is joining us. He's gonna be part of it." And then, like, two minutes later, like, we were hacked. Nope. We fucked up. Nope. See if CM Punk took us up on that offer, we would go bankrupt. Mm-hmm. It was bankrupt basically the, it was basically the equivalent of me like going onto the Alota VS account and being like, "Joining us tonight, Lin Manuel Miranda, hot off of Hamilton." <laughs> and then two minutes later, get his get get his thoughts on Jinder Mahal. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, instead, he's apparently getting into shoot fights on MTV. 
with a man named Johnny Bananas. <laughs> you know, Johnny, from what I, I understand of this, <laughs> di- didn't 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 this Johnny Bananas? Who, <laughs> great wrestling didn't. name. Great wrestling name. Didn't didn't he basically try to shit on CM Punk's whole like life and career while simultaneously having one twentieth of the fortune that CM Punk has made while well, supposedly being a failure in MMA well, and professional wrestling? What done it happened was was Johnny Bananas of MC I can't not laugh while saying his name of MTV's The Challenge Champs versus Pros. Apparently, um Punk, like, they lost a challenge, which on MTV means you get covered in ketchup and mustard, because fuck it, right? Um, <laughs> We're going to turn you into a hot dog. And so Punk, like, joked, he's like, I feel like Bill Murray and Ghostbusters, because CM Punk is like, I'm on TV, like, I'm on MTV right now, this does not fucking matter at all, I don't give a shit, you're paying me millions of dollars for this. Um, me- th- meanwhile, good old Johnny Bananas... Walks up and it's just like, wow, you're really nonchalant about losing. How can you be? How can you lose and be happy about it, despite the fact that it's fucking an MTV show and who gives a shit? And then Punk is just like, yo, bananas, what you do for a living, man? I'll tell you what I don't do. Hold on, uh, here, uh this is what I assume he sounds like. I'll tell you what I don't do. I'll go to the UFC and get my ass whooped. That's what I don't do. <laughs> Good old Johnny Banana said. Then Punk says, I was either going to win gloriously or die a glorious death. And that's something someone like you is never going to understand because they wouldn't let you in because no one would pay a dime to see your ass. (laughs) Uh, I think think there was a Reddit thread where somebody was like, oh man, Johnny Bananas verbally destroyed CM Punk. And I was like, I find that highly doubtful (laughs) considering CM Punk at one point destroyed The Rock. Right. Anytime I see somebody on Reddit claiming, using the term verbally destroyed, I'm already skeptical. Here is the essence (laughs) of the the Bananaception (laughs) that was brought down by Johnny Bananas. I get it, that this is your persona in life and it got you nowhere in life, so keep it up, dude. You couldn't make it in wrestling, uh, he says to two-time... WWE champion and the longest, longest reigning in the modern <laughs> era. Reigning modern era champion. Second, s- second merch draw at one point. First merch draw during John Cena's reign of terror. You got your yeah, ass nah. you in MMA and now you're trying to make it at this. Second bananas. My favorite is the video that MTV posted. They don't even put Johnny Bananas. It just says Bananas versus CM Punk, which just sounds like the greatest cartoon of all time. It just sounds like Johnny. Uh, it just sounds like CM Punk ate a bunch of bananas in a challenge. Like if you didn't know what was happening, and then you'd see this guy who's like named is Johnny Bananas, like shitting on, trying to shit on somebody who's a millionaire and married to AJ AJ like Mendez. Who is a who is a New York Times best-selling author? Granted, that's a bull, like kind of a bullshit like accolade, but still happened on all these like basically like not not a power couple because ever since Punk got destroyed in MMA, he's lost a lot of like respect from every community, yeah. probably rightly so. Is, but like still, this is Johnny Bananas, by the way. I sent it in the chat. A lovely picture of Mr. Johnny ba- Johnny Bonzas. Oh, I've been looking <laughs> at pictures of Johnny Bananas. <laughs> Johnny, oh, I love the caption. It says, Johnny Bananas, one serving of fruit, two servings of chaos. Oh, my God. 
Oh god, I love Johnny Bananas. He's the worst fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh my god. I love how you can make a career out of being absolutely the worst human being in existence. Mm-hmm. Just a I mean, for a while there, Johnny wasn't that Bananas. the Mrs. gimmick? Uh, I, yeah. think it, I think he's still doing it. <laughs> no, no, no. Now he's a Hollywood celebrity trying to be the worst human being. But he also has a hot French-Canadian wife. Yeah. So, like, it all works out. It's, I, I, so I rooted for him at WrestleMania. I just found the Reddit thread. Did anyone see CM Punk get verbally destroyed by Johnny Bananas? <laughs> First comment on there. Do you know what that means? <laughs> You keep you no first comment. Who the fuck is Johnny Bananas? <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Oh. Adequate question. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about Johnny Bananas for the past ten minutes, and I still don't know who this guy is. <laughs> the first ten percent of this podcast is all banana based. Oh, uh, we're gonna have so uh. much potassium, guys. So I really like, like, in the ultimate, you know, we were talking, I, I can't remember if it was me and you, me and you, Dylan, or me and Blake, because fuck it, we've, <laughs> this is the first time we've gotten the boys back in town, but we were talking about the fact that John Cena, like, came back and he was almost a heel because he was coming out and saying, hey, I'm John Cena, so fuck you, give me a title shot. I love that yeah. Kevin Owens did that on SmackDown this week. <laughs> like, uh, Shane came out and was just like, Money in the Bank ladder match. AJ Styles, Baron Corbin, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, Shinsuke Nakamura. It's going to be amazing. Then Kevin Owens comes out and is just like, Hey, I'm Kevin Owens. I won my match last night. Fuck you. And Shane's like, Alright. That seems like... like... To be fair, he did, put some, he did put some logic behind it. He was like, Oh yeah, SmackDown's a land of opportunity. As long as you're the one giving the opportunity. Yeah, right. And, like, Shane, and then Shane, Shane, in a move that he might have learned after getting his ass handed to him by AJ Styles, was like, that is a valid point. We're going to go with that. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, got, you got some moxie, I don't want to be thrown through any more car windows. Uh, no more tables for, no more tables for Shane. Um, no more garbage cans. No, no more none of that. I'm, I'm business no Shane now. I'm business Shane. Yeah. Um, I also, so, what the fuck is happening with the Hardys? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Please tell me what the fuck is happening with the Hardys. It's gotten I legitimately weirder. don't know. This has become the Hardys, like, this has become the Hardy cast. Because every week, new shit is coming out on the fucking Hardys Impact Wrestling situation. And apparently this week they're not saying WWE, like, weren't interested in it. And they don't give a shit because fuck it. Like, uh, and uh, also it's been revealed that Impact Wrestling president... Uh, Ed Nordholm is just a dick. Like, he's the worst human being on the planet. Uh, on Tuesday, Nordholm leaked an email exchange he had with a WWE employee who stated that WWE had no interest in getting involved with acquiring the gimmick. Uh, said WWE employee was Carl, the janitor. Uh, <laughs> he was just like, hey, what's up, man? What's a hearty, brother? Hmm? A heart uh, broken what? The broken hurt boy. Broken toilet on the third floor. Got it. <laughs> no, no, no. This is this is a man from TNA. TNA. All right, but you know, keep, is it NSFW? I don't know. T- TNA. What is it? It's the company you're running right now. What? Oh, I don't get it. 
So, uh, so uh, you, what what do you guys want to talk about from the week of wrestling? Anything good stories coming back from the? Oh, I mean, we could talk about how DIY destroyed themselves. What was that? Did you hear that? That was weird. No, no, just keep, keep, keep going, Dylan, whatever you're saying. Oh, sorry. There's some mic interference. I don't really know what's uh, happening, Dylan. If oh, you we're, do, just, we're doing this thing. If we're you doing could this just, thing. Dylan, if you, could just, if you could just keep going, Dylan. Scott, I had no work. I will. I will go to your job. Anymore. I want to get off Mr. Ryback's ride. Welcome to Ryback to the Future, our <laughs> weekly segment where we just talk about how fucking crazy Ryback has gotten. Can, can we not? Can we Ryback to the never again? <laughs> Ryback to the Future. And so uh, I like that on uh, Conversation with the Big Guy, good old Ryback Reeves. Started talking about Jinder Mahal winning the title. It is just like, ah, oh, there's nothing wrong. Now that title run was supposed to be his before he quit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, here is Ryback. Like, obviously, they did it to appeal to the Indian market, which is a beautiful idea. It's a great idea. Here's mm-hmm. Ryback. Except they don't have the internet. Uh, they don't have the internet to actually support the WWE network in it India. This is better because Ryback, Ryback just goes. People don't have fucking money there. I don't know what they're trying to appeal to what? India. <laughs> the merchandise sales out there aren't good. No shit, I've been to India. They don't have money. There are certain people that do, but the ones that do, I'm pretty sure aren't fucking watching fake fighting. Well, so much happened I mean, just then. Ryback I mean, just like, exploded. Yeah. I just like to point out, Right back, my boy. India has over a billion people in it, <laughs> and most somebody of, has money. Yes, none oh, of them yeah. have fucking money. They're all fucking Indian marks. I don't give a shit. Jeez, Ryback, I'm gonna need you to racist back, please. <laughs> racist back. <laughs> Why is Ryback in the shield now? <laughs> you know, I was originally supposed to be the third man in the shield. Before they saw that Roman Reigns guy. Rindia, Yekko, Bima, Akka, Kiki, Dicky, Ryback. Uh, it was, you know, just originally supposed to be Ryback's boys. Yeah. <laughs> it was supposed the to be Ryback leading boys. It was gonna be like a Charlie's Angels gimmick. <laughs> it was gonna be me, Fandango. You're gonna call up that... That boy Tyler Breeze. The bangers. The rye bangers. <laughs> then a big muscle, or even big, a tall muscle was gonna be, uh, it was gonna be that big Cass. <laughs> Colin Cassidy at the time. Like he wasn't it, gonna talk, though. Like with Enzo Amore? No. No, just to, 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 to be, him. To, to be fair, Big Cass probably shouldn't talk now either. Oh, no. my favorite thing about Big Cass is the fact that, like, when he's in New York, he suddenly, like, whatever weird autism he has, he gets rid of when they're in New York. Because he can somehow talk when he's in New York. It's like he's around his BFF, so he's fine. But any other time, he's, like, screwed. Yeah. I don't... He just talks so slow. 
Yeah. Hey, I'm Big Cass. I'm Big Cass, and my girlfriend is hot as hell, even though they keep her away from me on SmackDown <laughs> and put and she's her also... with the chinless wonder. <laughs> you know, it's just for looks. <laughs> it's just for looks. Yeah, speaking of speaking of the ladies. Like, don't, don't, and don't, Big Cass, don't you dare, dare, dare talk about the big hog like that in my house. The big hog. You know, speak, speaking of the ladies, though, the May Young Classic is happening, which is, yep. yeah. Is the, Have they announced what the prize for that is? Is Like, does the winner get sacrificed to Asuka? No, you get May Young's corpse. <laughs> <laughs> they bronzed it. Cause, oh, God. I mean, to, they to be, bronzed To be fair, be, because uh, as of, I believe, like, this week... Uh, Asuka has the longest undefeated, or not, not, not pinned, not submitted streak in, like, the history of WWE. Let's like, take a look at it. Fucking eight, eight lifetimes. Asuka passed Goldberg for the longest undefeated streak in WWE history. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what it was. So, wait, is it match amount? A I don't lot. know what it is. Uh, if it's match amount, she actually wrestled more than Goldberg, because Goldberg only ever wrestled on, like, Nitro. Yeah. So she actually uh, does have more wins. Her run hit 177 matches when she pinned Nikki Cross and Ruby Riot at NXT. At the Canada. same fucking time. Yeah. None of the principals had mentioned it. Creative Liberties had been taken with Nasca's total, as they were with Goldberg, so until she or WWE said something, we didn't know what the official story was. Um... No, like she she tweeted to Goldberg uh, recently. Like, I want a Goldberger given for me. Yeah, I'm, uh, she said she was honored to be the champion with the longest streak in WWE, the undefeated streak in WWE history. And Goldberg replied, "The streak is in very good." And he used a lot of hand emojis in this tweet, guys. What? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about he- right. The streak is in very good hands. Hashtag congrats. Retweet at WWE Oscar. <laughs> Goldberg's Twitter ability is just on fucking point. Oh, yeah. I would like to. So like, so like at this point though, um, that, yeah, the May Young Classic is about the only way you're gonna find somebody because I believe Ember Moon is gonna be out like legitimately for with, like her shoulder injury until who knows when. Yeah. Yeah. And then because I. Well, going back to NXT TakeOver, DIY, just DIY. Stop. Stop, Scotty. My ability to trust in the friendship of others has already been strained to its (laughs) maximum capacity over these last several breakups of good friends in wrestling. Scotty, Scotty, if you don't hit Blake with a steel chair the next time he's in Orlando, we really just. I felt really clever because as I was making our show notes and I was writing down like first segment, we need to talk about Johnny Bananas, Money in the Bank, Matt Hardy, May Young, and then I wrote D I space W H Y. So it lo- sounds like D I Y, but it looks like D I Y. It's funny. Don't. I just now saw the I was going to say that works really well on our audio based medium, Scott. I just saw the Goldberg tweet. That is so many hand emojis, place. <laughs> right. <laughs> I posted it in the group chat. But fuck, man. It's really good. Uh, but yeah, apparently Johnny Gargano, even Candice LeRae, is getting in on the kayfabe. Because mm-hmm. she even tweeted out I mean, to be... Johnny is hurting physically, mentally, and we're drained emotionally. 
It was a long night, and we appreciate everyone's support and kind words. They were, of course, talking about when they went to the last showing of Wishes at Disney World's <laughs> Magic Kingdom. <laughs> oh, Chiappa posted a picture of an empty, of, like, his, their empty apartment room. He's like, goodbye, old friend. Yeah. Oh, See, now I need Chuck Taylor to show up in, like, NXT and just be like, I'm your real friend. <laughs> I'm your new BFF. And, uh, I'm totally you, not going to betray wait, wait. you in Scotty. two weeks. I promise. It's Scott, be him, Scotty, Icarus. where, where? Who was the Who was the rest of Fist? It was Chuck Taylor, Icarus, Gargano. That was it. I thought that, that was, was that was guy. that was it for that iteration. Wherever Gargano was for in the there, good they iteration. they eventually became part of the uh, sweet and sour connection oh, yeah. with uh, <laughs> Sweeney. Oh, R.I.P. Sweeney. Oh no, no, they became part of the Kings of Wrestling. Yeah. Okay. So it was like like freaking Cassius Ono and. Uh, Cesaro. Uh, uh, um, anyway, how is, uh, speaking of sexy Chuck E.T., Scotty, how is, uh, how is hashtag, uh, oh, Chuck E.T. watch hashtag going? Hashtag get Chuck to follow? <laughs> Let's take a look. Yeah. Hold on. Let's go to the Fight Boys Show Twitter account. That's at Fight Boys Show. <laughs> and <laughs> since we're only following, like, six people, all I got was a picture of fucking Dustin in true gulag <laughs> and it's my favorite picture of the two ever um yeah let's see let me who are we composing to this week uh well continuing the six degrees of chuck taylor uh we we went from chuck chucky e. t himself he didn't respond uh we just did trent he didn't respond so now we have to go one step further to rocky romero and see if he'll respond <laughs> okay so at azucar rock so at Trentilocks, is it getting at Chucky e. T to follow us? Can I'm going to keep at replying every single one. Yeah. Can oh, yeah. you can can you help us out? We know you wrote a uh, a song about zombie zombie Chucky, so you two are close. Hashtag new worst podcast no, ever. Can you help us out by writing a sick rap about? Following the fight, boys. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, hold on. I need to get rid of approximately one character to get this tweet. Mm-mm. I'm sad that we can't. I'm sad that we can't start the new hashtag. Hashtag new worst podcast ever. <laughs> oh, no. We still have hashtag worst ca- podcast ever in our description. And now following Rocky Romero, continuing our trend of not following the person until after we tweet them. <laughs> exactly. See, this is this is how you this is how you get over. This is the slow burn, and then like a year from now, when we're following like a hundred people, and our freaking tweets are just a chain of ads <laughs> with no actual message. So no I'm response. A, I'm a big fan of this recent tweet by Roman Reigns. I know it took a while, but I'm proud to present the coolest tea I think I've ever had. Get them while you can. It is just a real shitty picture. It's like a silhouette of Roman up in the air, and it just looks like a really, really badly designed Nike shirt. And it just says, <laughs> it's my yard on the back. And that's apparently you mean the, the, you mean, that's apparently you mean the a, best thing that Roman's ever had. Yo, it's my yard. So you mean... You mean you mean like the front where it looks like AJ Styles giving a phenomenal forearm? <laughs> yeah, but you know something. If you want, 
If you want a shirt better than Roman Reigns' greatest, this is my yard shirt. Go on over to merch.aloadofpurebs.com, click on the Fight Boys section, and pick you up a brand new shirt. We have the Fight Boys logo, baseball tee, which I'm literally wearing as we record right now. Get the Momoa Club shirt. Get the brand new Steel City Kicks shirt. Support the BS, the greatest tag team champions the JWF have ever known. But the only way you can do it, ladies and gentlemen, is if you go to merch.aloadofpurebs.com, ladies and gentlemen. And then, oh, damn it, Blake. I got really excited because I saw a new notification pop up on Twitter. And it was actually just Blake following us. I was hoping it that it was going to be Rocky, but no. Like I said, I'll make, I'll make, I, I'm true man of my word. If we actually get an a real, at this point, I feel like I need to like widen it from uh, Chuck Taylor to like an actual wrestler. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> but no, but no, no. but I'm gonna hold out for Chucky e. T for six months. Chuck's gonna and be then... like our The Rock. The Rock is our first one. Then after that, we're gonna move on to someone new, and then just keep going. Which, um, by the way, I don't know. Uh, I'm almost. 100% positive we've lost Blake on the call. So I figure we could just talk about, you know, I don't know. We could talk about Wrestle Twitter and talk I, I like I like I like how we're we're like, yeah, was a, we we have a high level audio on this podcast. Oh, we just dropped <laughs> one third of our host. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> how do I kick but... Blake and then subsequently re-add Blake? Um, the, 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 the freaking symbol for this podcast should just be a flaming trash. <laughs> so I don't know if you've ever been on Ric Flair's Twitter, but Jesus, I've never had the honor. Jesus no. Christ. It's my favorite thing ever. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, there's a lovely picture of Rick's girlfriend and some other lady on a boat. And he tweeted, Are they topless? No, and it just says, I guess the girls didn't get the memo. Hang on, the nature's boat flying. Woo! What? Did he put woo in the tweet? Yes, I Come don't on. know yeah. what boat flying means, but apparently Ric Flair is flying on a boat. Good. Am Good. That's what he deserves. Blake, well, yeah, welcome yeah. back to the show, but Blake Tanner, welcome back. Woo! To the show! Our paid Ric Flair impersonator is here to welcome you back because we're talking about Ric Flair's Twitter. Are you gonna are you gonna shill Kentucky are you gonna shill Tennessee Gold KFC now? Woo! Gold! Woo! Crispy! Woo! Honey! Scotty! We have the real Ric Flair as a guest on our other podcast. How could we not get him on this one? We <laughs> sorry, big man. Only, only this man. Woo! Oh my God! Ric Flair tweeted when the at Uber driver hands me the ox cord. Woo! Hashtag DJ Nate, and then it's just a video of a flaming car wreck on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> because Ric Flair as a DJ is straight fire. I am straight fire, big man. 
Sending you and then we can and then we can go the other route. We can start at at Ric Flair, then we can go to uh, to Charlotte, then we can go to like Becky and like Sasha yeah, and right. just go through all the women. Mm-hmm. See how many those are because those are WWE WWE ones, so they'll block us way faster <laughs> than the yeah. guys I feel will. like I feel like we gotta start small and then like as we rise through the ranks of like indie wrestlers, we can start going after the the bigger corporation people. Mm-hmm. We can work that, our way up to the big leagues, kids. I think that's definitely what is going to happen. I'm just going down through just this beautiful, beautiful amount of Ric Flair tweets. <laughs> They're all my favorite. Like, I don't think I have one that's... For those of you been ha- who've been asking, yes, this at Rihanna song is on my workout playlist. Woo! And it is a song called Woo by Rihanna. <laughs> oh, God. Let's see. Let me see if I can find some more. Because I know I had a few the other day that I was dedicated to reading out on the podcast. Because, Jesus Christ, I love Ric Flair's Twitter account. (laughs) Uh, Uh, At YazWWE asks, hashtag ask Rick, why you say woo too much? Hashtag woo. (laughs) Ric Flair's reply, new phone, (laughs) who this? (laughs) Who the fuck asked Ric Flair why he woos? At Ric Flair Nature Boy from at Burt Mania. What's your thoughts on the music of the Wu-Tang Clan? Hashtag ask Rick. I slam, jam, now scream like Tarzan. I be tossing and flossing. My style is awesome. What the <laughs> fuck, Ric Flair? Oh my god. I love him. He's my favorite. Do you remember where you were the first time you wooed? When I came out the womb. (laughs) Rick. Rick Flair is the greatest gift of professional wrestling. Like, he's transitioned. Like, when when he was in his prime, he was the greatest thing in the ring. And then he was the best thing on TNA whenever, because it gave Jay Lethal the ability to copy being Rick Flair. With that 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 segment of of Jay Lethal as Ric Flair out Ric Flairing Ric Flair is still the best wrestling segment to happen in any company ever. So do you guys remember the guy who tweeted out to Wendy's, "Hey, uh, re- how many retweets do I need to get for like eighteen uh, free eighteen pack of nuggets?" Um, Ric Flair replied, "To eat the nugs, you gotta retweet the nugs." Woo! At which point, Wendy's. Fucking official Wendy's replies, styling, profiling, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, eating, retweeting, nugget dipping, 16 championship, and woo! Jesus, uh, Wendy's. That win- that Wendy's, like, social media dude is the biggest wrestling fan, and I love it. You know what? <laughs> you know, I- I- I'm feeling a little excited on this week's podcast. At Wendy's, <laughs> Chuck, can you send at sexy Chucky e. T a free twelve pack of nugs? <laughs> a free twelve pack of nugs to follow us. <laughs> Hashtag thanks in advance. Hashtag, 
We need an official had hashtag to get Chuck to follow us. Uh, Sexy Chucky follow? I don't know. Sexy. Hashtag Chuck watch. Hashtag yes. Chuck watch 2017. <laughs> Should it be Chuck watch or dust watch? I, I was don't. just saying, I, was gonna, wa- I think dust watch. Dust watch seven, seven, 2017. But dust is in all capital letters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I already tweet. Should we just keep going or no? I think it'll be fine. Uh, fuck. What other Twitter accounts should we explore? I feel like I feel mm. like the easy target is the Iron Sheik. Nah, that's no, that's that's too him. easy. I feel like I feel like you gotta go like what's what's Luke Gallows tweeted lately? <laughs> oh, let's see, Luke Gallows of the WWE. Um, has tweeted a lot about the bulletproof dojo, and then just retweeted Carl and Finn. That's about it. <laughs> oh god! And then he, he's tweeted out about the Cody Rhodes barbecue that happened a couple weekends ago. All right. What about um? By the way, can I? What yeah, about do, do you guys watch Being the Elite? We've already we've already talked about his like expressive use of fist emojis. I'm a big fan of uh, the fact that Virgil went fucking crazy during Backlash. Uh, I remember. <laughs> James Ellsworth is me. I am him. He is I. Hashtag WWE Backlash at Virgil. Uh, <laughs> at the real Virgil. Ginger, ginger, bobender, banana, nana, bobender, <laughs> pee pie, bobender, gender. He, I think Virgil had a little bit too many breadsticks before yeah, backlash. Too much meat sauce. Meat sauce is my religion. <laughs> Hashtag SmackDown Live at the real Virgil. Yeah, Dylan. I don't know if you know, but Virgil fucking loves Olive Garden. Like, if he had to, like, I think he wants to be buried in an Olive Garden. <laughs> He's already That's... buried in an Olive Garden. He's under all those sticks. Under all those good bready <laughs> sticks. Virgil despises meat sauce. Hashtag things Jesus never said. <laughs> this is probably Virgil just having a religious like experience where like it was the equivalent of him speaking in tongues. At least Luke after... Skywalker got to meet his dad. Hashtag may the fourth be with you. <laughs> oh shit. <sighs> oh my <laughs> At the real Virgil from at Oberto Beef Jerky, send us a DM and we can send you some beef jerky for no dollars, no bank account needed. At Virgil replies, well, it looks like God has blessed me once again. (laughs) (laughs) Oberto Beef Jerky. Wait, what the fuck? It, It stemmed from him tweeting, I can buy a shitload of beef jerky today. Hashtag my bank account says. At which point Alberto's like, it don't matter. We'll send you that shit for free. Motherfucker, you would you would champ, Virgil. You get it for free. You get it for free. This shit this right is friend prize. This shit right here is better than Jack Links and half the price. Hashtag snack game lit. Hashtag how we roll. It's a picture of fucking pepperoni for dogs. Oh my god. So Dylan, who's your favorite Twitter Twitter wrestler? Uh probably Chuck Taylor. Like I don't have a Twitter, 
but I will consistently go like Google Chuck Taylor's Twitter just to just to check up on him, see how he's doing. It gets a little depressing at times. I'm just I'm, like it's 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 like real life dust watch. We're like, is Dustin doing okay? Is he? <laughs> It's like, is he all right? Wait, did Chuck, how's, how's Chuck, life? Chuck, if you how's just life? if you just need someone to t- hey Chuck, 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 this Chuck, 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 Chuck. This is the fight boy speaking. We're we're your new best friends. We're your new lovers. We're your new sexy sexy followers here at the at Fight Boys show, and we love you. Hello, Chuck. It's us, Fight Boys. Are you there? Are you there, Chuck Taylor? Are you there, Chuck? Are you there, uh, Chuck? I'm now on Chuck. Chuck, we want you. Chuck, Chuck, we really want you to be the next PWG champion. JWF, <laughs> Chuck, we re- what? JWF as well. You can be our JWF champion if you just join us, Chuck E.T. Also, I thought I thought your I thought your dad was going to screw the Dylan out of that title as revenge for me saying that him paying you any money was a poor investment. Uh, let's see. Wait, I'm now on Chuck's Twitter account. Wait, did Champa turn on John Boy? I have like 50 tweet drafts saved about their sexual chemistry. What am I supposed to do now? John, I never turned my back on you. I just want you to know, at Johnny Gargano. Chuck dude, is a good friend. Dude, at Roderick Strong, did you see Fast and Furious 9? Dwayne Rock Johnson did your gut buster move that everyone steals. It was wild. <laughs> Everyone does steal that move. Uh, <laughs> the lumbar check, or, or no, no, the reverse. The yeah, the gut buster. My list. He pulled that. He pulled out the freaking. He pulled out the freaking end of heartache at uh, at NXT Takeover. Uh-huh. None of the commentators called it. I was just like, oh yeah, no suplex into a backbreaker. Yeah, no, good job, guys. My little fucking- dick crawls inside my body anytime a human being calls themselves a brand at sexy Chucky e. T. <laughs> Probably in response to Titus. Greg is gassed to the gills and Devlin going to NXT. Oh my shit. Oh, speaking of going to NXT, uh, so uh, Adam Cole, bye-bye. Hey. Uh, Adam Cole, bye-bye. Uh, heading over there. Adam Cole, bye-bye needs to, like, eat a cheeseburger or something. Yeah. Man looks, <laughs> man looks way too goddamn lean. Like I look at Adam Cole and I'm just like, like, yeah, you look, you look good. Really, he's but, like, a bit be, too lean. Being that small look at makes him look 16. World heavyweight champion right now. I was just no about to off say. Jinder Mahal. That man yeah. is so vascular. If you yeah. put, if you poked a needle into one of his veins, the blood pressure would be so strong that it would slice through steel. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, how are we gonna book, uh, book our, our. Uh, a wrestling company now that WWE have proven that they are crazier than us. Yeah. Um, the fuck? Damn it. Who can I book as champion to be crazier than Jinder Mahal? Maybe Scott Moore, my father. <laughs> oh, we're, we're getting into that territory, man. After defeating the Dylan in a drag-out Iron Man match. Oh, <laughs> uh, where he just, like, like, he just pinned him to the ring post, and he just kind of, like, they just sat there for 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, they, they really didn't do anything. Dylan was just, like, suffocating. Yeah, it was an hour-long match, but all it consisted of was my dad sitting on Dylan the whole time. <laughs> there were approximately 180 pinfalls counted. 
<laughs> Which made it even more amazing that he, he your dad only won by one pinfall. <laughs> like Dylan Dylan hit a lot of upper dickers after he got out from under him, dude. Wait like, guys? Hey what? Guys? Hello? This is just, this is coming from Twitter. Kenny King is on The Bachelorette? <laughs> oh, you didn't know? Wait, what now? No! Kenny King of Ring of Honor and TNA History. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jim, Jim Cornette was giving night. him shit about that, and he was just like, dude, you, Kenny King is a former uh, Chippendales dancer in, like, Vegas. Like, mm-hmm. Kenny King, Kenny King is like is is like well versed in diversifying his bonds. Like he, oh yeah, I see. What ain't you gonna mean. just hang it Jim all up. Jim Cornette him. calls Kenny King the biggest blind piece of shit. <laughs> women came, Jim, please go on. Women came because they got turned on by wrestlers beating the shit out of each other. Then they knew where the hotel was, or in the back of the parking lot, or car, in a bloom closet in the arena, or at the hotel. What the fuck? These young guys now go back to their fucking hotel and play video games instead of trolling for ring rats, because there aren't any to begin with. What the shit, Cornette? What the fuck, Cornette? Blake, is that how we <laughs> how we need to get people into JWF? Because I'll fucking do it. No! That's how you did it in the 80s. A few days. Like, it ain't the 80s anymore. Like, our president may think it's the 80s, but no, it ain't the 80s. We're going to go out there, big man. We're going to look at these ladies and we're going to say, hey, you know, you know this fucking 200 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal? We're fucking professional wrestlers. This we is the reason why normal people think that wrestling is all white trash. No, big man. we just going to go out there and get it, big man. That's what we do. Oh, I mean, hell. I, I mean, the 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 wrestling that we book is not helping that perception. <laughs> nah, dude, it's fine. Anyways, I'm looking up stuff about Guy Fieri right now. Um, who, <laughs> who? Blake's coming down here in a couple weeks, and we're definitely gonna go to the planet Hollywood that Guy Fieri owns. Yeah. And give him. Oh wait, no, we can't give him the celebrity championship because that now belongs. That now belongs to another man. Another man named <laughs> Tim Curry. But <laughs> so, so so what we should do is uh Oh hey, uh Scotty, you should make a Dust Watch twenty seventeen shirt and send it to Chuck Taylor. <laughs> just, just send him, him just send him shirt. one of all of our shirts just just so he can be like who the fuck are these people with this ugly logo? <laughs> Is that a rat? But before we talk about that, ladies and gentlemen, we need to talk about a little website. A little website called patreon.com slash fightboys. Fightboys does have a Z in it. That is where you can go and become a patron of this here podcast. What does that mean? That means every single month you just donate a little bit of money. For the price of a cup of coffee, you can help out your boys right here. The BS boys, the Dylan, all of us. And we're not just going to do it normal. We're going to give you some perks for it. Donate a dollar, and you become a JWF jobber. That means you get to come out on to the JWF, and you will 
probably get jobbed out in one episode. But your name is said. We bring you in. We may even give you a little character. Donate $5. <laughs> and you will become a mid-carter. You'll come in. You'll have a storyline. You'll run for a title. Like my dad, Scott Moore. He donated $5. And now he is on his way to the cash and the bag match at our next pay-per-view. And that means he could have the Dylan in his sights. And donate $30 or more, ladies and gentlemen. And you will be in the highest rank, the highest tier. You could be the JWF champion. That's right. You will become a reoccurring character here on Fight Boys. We talk about you every single week. We bring you into all the storylines, give you an amazing character. If you even have your own ideas, we can write that in for you. And who knows? I'm not saying bribery works, but I am saying you could possibly become the JWF champion if you donate $30 or more a month at Patreon.com. Slash fight boys. Boys has a Z. And now, boys, it's time! It's time for my favorite part of the show every single week. That's right, it's time for the JWF, ladies and gentlemen. JWF, our own personal little wrestling show right here on the Fight Boys Network where we talk about the premiere. Birmingham, Alabama wrestling organization, the JWF. Now, uh, Blake, Blake, you haven't actually been here since the pay-per-view happened. You haven't gotten to kind of react to everything that's happened about our new champion, our new champion. We have uh, Tim Curry, our new celebrity champion, and of course, the Dylan, who is our brand new JWF champion. So, Blake, what did you think of the pay-per-view? I mean, I watched the pay-per-view. Great. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Some great moments. Um, I... I'm really, really, like, almost shocked that they were able to pay such big-name wrestlers for an appearance. Yeah, just some random big-name wrestlers there at the very end. (laughs) But, of course, we don't talk about... That's all in the past. We're not focused on that. Now we are focused on the future, and the future is the the cash-in-the-bag pay-per-view. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Cash-in-the-bag, a match that will give you an opportunity to cash in that cash in the bag championship for an opportunity to become the JWF champion. Whenever you want, whatever the champion could be at his weakest, you can cash in and become the JWF champion in an instant. And last week we found our oh. first we found our first entrant into the cash in the bag match in the form of Scott Moore, the first ever negative one generation superstar. <laughs> and this week we're going to have a nut. We're going to have two more matches to see who qualifies for the cash in the bag match. And our first match. The cash in the bag. Oh, oh Blake. We should, we oh. should probably go over the cash in the bag match first, in which mm-hmm. you climb uh, one of one ladder. Uh, we could only afford one ladder mm-hmm. uh, to try and. And, get and let me tell you something about bur- getting that ladder back. I had to do <laughs> some stuff for Captain Tibbs. <laughs> Yeah. Like, shit, y'all. It was horrible. But, of course, Blake Tanner, I know you're excited. You're excited because we've been building up a debut for weeks now. An exciting new addition to the JWF roster. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This week, it's time for Canada Charlie to come down to the ring. And, of course, his match is a cash-in-the-bag qualifying match. And uh, if he wins it, he could go on to be in the in, in the cash in the bag match. But of course, that does mean he has to face his opponent. 
the most vicious wrestler. You know, wrestling ability aside, I think he's one of the greatest on the microphone of all time. He rivals The Rock. And ladies and gentlemen, it's time. It's time to go bananas. Because Johnny Bananas is here. Oh, fuck all this shit, y'all. <laughs> and of course... I like to think, like, you know how The Rock has, like, the If You Smell before his theme song? Johnny's is, fuck all this shit, y'all. Why am I a wrestler? What is going on? Johnny Bananas versus Canada Charlie, our first match of the night. And uh, it was was honest. It was like watching Glass Joe versus a slightly weaker Glass Joe. They did the double clothesline spot about ten times. I don't know if it was on purpose or not. They might you know, have just been winded. Yeah, they tried to they tried to like go get into a punching match, but like every time one per one of them would punch the other, the the person that they punch would just go down. And it was it was really amazing. They uh, they they did all the classics. They pulled the international, tossed into the ropes, leapfrog, pull around, put him in a headlock, held that headlock on, and then uh, Johnny Bananas passed out. And that's how he won. A lot of people think that headlock is just a rest hold, but not for Canada Charlie. Canada Charlie, that headlock is deadly. Canada Charlie, uh, I'm more amazed that Canada Charlie won um, anything. But you know what? Good for him. Well, like I said, it it was a bit like watching Glass Joe versus weaker Glass (laughs) Joe. They are both weak little fucks. Canada Charlie was just a slightly less weak fucker. (laughs) You know, I can't wait for the eventual, like, because as soon as his contract is up with um, the big WW, uh, when the big hog comes down the to JWF. Hog. Oh, the big hog is coming straight for the JWF. I mean, to be fair, we've been having to put Brunch Boy underneath that good sun hat of his to hide the fact that he's been working for us from the Fed. <laughs> mm-hmm. But... Uh, but of course, uh, that's that's just the cash in the bag match. We now know we have two combatants for it. We have Scott Moore. We have Canada Charlie. But now let's focus on the JWF Celebrity Championship. Last week, Tim Curry came out, gave a, a rousing speech to the crowd, proudly proclaiming himself to be the Celebrity Champion, and then he was jumped from behind by two mystery men who no one knew who they were. Guy Fieri came out, revealed them as the uh, the saviors of flavor, and uh, ba- Guy Fieri's backstage right now with one of our top interviewers, and uh, we'll we'll go to them right now, see what they have to say. Hello, everybody. Thank you, Scotty. It is Honey Pots McGee here. Um, continually changing my last name, and we are here with Guy Fieri and his saviors of flavors. Yeah, that's right, big man. Look at what I have, honeypot. These two beautiful boys next to me. Tim Curry. Tim Curry thought he had the upper hand, but he has nothing when it comes to the saviors of flavor. All right, that's wonderful and very, very interesting development here. So tell me, where did you find your saviors of flavor? Are they culinary geniuses, masters of the arts of cooking um, and kicking butt, as it were? Uh, where did you find him? I found him in an old alleyway, and I paid him $20. Fuck you. You think I'm actually going to try? Um, Tim Curry doesn't have to try. 
Tim Curry didn't have to try to earn these people's respect. Tim Curry came out there, and all of a sudden, everyone just decided, oh, we love Tim Curry. We're going to cheer for him every week. We're going to heap, heap all of this affection on him. And yet, and yet, when Guy Fieri, when Guy Fieri comes out to that ring, they decide to boo. You see, this isn't about me. This isn't about Tim Curry. This is about the JWF universe and the fact that none of them have given me the respect that I've earned. And the fact that I am the king of Flavortown and they should all be bowing at my feet. And that's why I brought the saviors of Flavor here. Because this kingdom will rise again and Flavor will let them all Rain down on Fieri. Well, you heard it here, folks. King of Flavortown, uh, the best boys, raining down flavor on you every week. Back to you in the booth, boys. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. So, Dylan, what are you thinking from these these strong words from Fieri? We thought this was just an issue between Curry and Curry and Fieri, but it almost seems like Fieri has some really pent up issues when it comes to the JWF universe. Uh, is he giving me free food? Uh, well, you know, that's, that's the thing about Fieri. Fieri is a man who appreciates what he's cooked. He, he thinks that he's worked very hard for what he cooks. And so, therefore, he does charge money for it. I mean, I go by Planet, um... I go by planet Hollywood every single day. Guy Fieri isn't outside just handing out food. He's proud of what he's created. Now, is this food that's cooked by Guy Fieri or cooked by the Saviors of Flavor? Because that makes a very big difference at this point. Well, at this point, you know, Guy Fieri, he is the master man. He's the one with the recipe book. And, of course, the Saviors of Flavor simply take that, go out, and cause chaos and destruction wherever they are, I would assume. Yeah, but they don't wash their hands. Well, they are consistently and always just wearing black gloves. So, yeah, but they right, don't... but they haven't washed the gloves either. Yeah. Um, well, um, so Fieri. As a matter of fact, I saw one of them scratching their nether regions with the glove on. I was not. Amazed. Well, that's not the best. Um, but of course, ladies and gentlemen, I wanna I wanna go back to our main event, our main event of JWF last week, where we had a uh, we had a rematch from next pay per view. Where the Dylan took on took on uh, Momoa Curry in a rematch from our last pay per view, the next pay per view, wherein uh, it ended shockingly in a shocking display when Brunch Boy Baron Corbin ran down to the ring, ran down to the ring and decided to attack them both, take them both out, and then ran in the ring, held the JWF title high above his head, and now Brunch Boy is in the ring right now with a microphone. It seems like he has a message for Momoa Curry and for the Dylan. Um, fuck, I don't know how to how to sound like Baron Corbin. Um, hello. Well, that's your own fault for including Baron Corbin in this goddamn wrestling company. Uh, guess who's about to sound like Triple H? Baron Corbin. <laughs> My name uh, is a Baron uh, Corbin. Uh. You all know who I am. But I'm sure many of you are still wondering why. Why, Brunch Boy? Why would you come out to the ring and attack your former mentor, Momoa Curry? 
Why would you come out and attack the man who saved you, the Dylan? Well, you see, the truth is, I don't care. I don't care if the JWF title is on Momoa Curry. I don't care if the title is on the Dylan. Because the title should be around the waist of the brunch boy. And I know that's something everyone in the JWF audience will attest to. Because at the end of the day, I've heard what you've said. I know every time Momoa Curry comes out here, you boo him. And as much as the Dylan wants to fantasize and pretend like he's the savior of the JWF, I know you boo him just as much. As much as they want to put him on a pedestal and paint him as the next great superstar and shoot him into space, I know all of you know the truth. And that's that the Dylan is a joke. And my work here, I know you all appreciate the work that I've done. This work that I've done, working this dumb, dumb gimmick. This dumb gimmick, getting these stupid mimosas. In this dumb sun hat, I am no brunch boy. I am Baron Corbin, and I am the next JWF champion. Whoa! Strong words from the brunch boy, who, uh, despite coming out and declaring himself to be no longer the Brunch Boy will forever be referred to as Brunch Boy Baron because yeah. we're not getting sued on this fucking no. show. You know, I really want a mimosa now. Who do, who do we call now for that? Yeah, that's the problem. We I need, you know, I, I, we need I, a new I really mimosa like, boy. We need a mimosa boy. But, you know, I loved Brunch Boy's tenacity. I like where he's coming from. He's a really big underdog. In, in this match because like he said he is positioned against two of the biggest names in the JWF and he's coming from the bottom but who knows maybe Brunch Boy maybe Brunch Boy will have it maybe Brunch Boy will have the attitude to take down the Dylan to take down Momoa Curry maybe he will become the champion at Cash in the Bag what do you guys think? Yep Alright and Dylan? <laughs> well, once again d doubtful d doubtful Doubt Mm, very, very, mm, very interesting. Inter <laughs> well, interesting now, words from Dylan. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for our main event of the evening. Another qualifier for the cash in the bag match at our next pay-per-view. It is our JWF tag team champion, one of them, Scotty Moore, taking no on... Relation. One of, no <laughs> relation to me at all, completely different guy. Taking on Griffin Clouds of the VWO. Now, of course, at, uh, at next pay-per-view, these two did face off. And Scotty did fall victim to Griffin Clouds' Undervapor, one of the most powerful moves in Griffin's arsenal. And uh, the match, uh, the whole time, it almost seemed like Scotty was trying his best to avoid Griffin's Undervapor. It was a very, it was, it was almost like there was some, some kind of lingering effects happening from their match. Because Scotty was hesitant to try any real physical moves out. Because, of course, you know, the BS boys, they're all about kicks. They are the Steel City Kick boys. And so Scotty almost seemed hesitant to pull out those moves. But, of course, uh, Griffin Clouds, nearing the end, went for the undervapor. Scotty, uh, Scotty rolls around. hits an undervapor of his own. Pounds on the mat. Calls 
calls for his finishing move, which we, of course, all know is the MSG. Griffin stands to his feet. Scotty hits the MSG. Pins Griffin. Clouds into the mat. One, two, three. And now it looks like, ladies and gentlemen, Scotty Moore. Scotty Moore is moving on along with his father, along with Canada Charlie, to go into the cash in the bag match. But, oh! Looks like the VWO have come down to the ring, and it is three on one as the VWO are now attacking, attacking Scotty Moore. But wait, <gasps> do you hear the music? It's the music of the BS, except the S is no longer Scotty. It looks like it's Blake Tanner and Scott Moore. Scott Moore, Blake Tanner's dad, or Blake Tanner's dad, Scotty's dad, running down to the ring. Everyone's and it looks dad. Like everyone's dad. The dads of dads. That's his name, the dad of dads, running down and assaulting the VWO, tossing him out of the ring. And, wait. Oh, I'm just getting word. I'm just getting word from Captain Tibbs, our JWF commissioner, who's now told us that it uh, seems like these two, uh, these two groups of three have, have got their issues. Tag He's... team match! Tag team match! Tag team match! And it looks like he's going to let him sort it out on next week's episode of JWF. It looks like the VWO is taking on the BSS. Blake Tanner, Scotty Moore, and Scott Moore. And, oh, it looks like this match is going to have cash in the bag results associated with it. it. looks like if the VWO managed to beat out the BSS, then Griffin's brothers, Travis... Travis and Justin, they're going to be in the cash in the bag match, and what a match that would be. Could you imagine Scotty Moore of the BS in there alone against two members of the VWO in that match? It'd be horrifying. Mm -hmm. It really so close off the options for the match as well. Yeah. And uh, I, I think, in my opinion, these boys have it. The BSS standing tall in the ring. Blake Tanner. Scotty standing proudly next to his own father. But of course... In two weeks, ladies and gentlemen, they won't be standing next to each other. They'll be standing across from each other because it's time for cash in the bag. And these men will be facing off for an opportunity to face one of three men. The Dylan, Brunch Boy Baron Corbin, or even Momoa Curry for that JWF title. But of course, that's in two weeks. And who knows what will happen between them on JWF War. See you next week. Boop, boop. Boop boop. It's now kind of just become a one man show. Cause I am straight up just like, hey guys, here's some shit I came up with. Can you respond to it? Yeah. A little bit. A little yeah. Bit. Wait, are we done? I'm gonna, are we, are I'm we gonna done? write it. Well, I'm sorry, can you do a bomb ass fucking Baron Corbin impression, Blake? I'm just saying. So, wait, are we done recording? Baron. No, 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 no. No! You, the you, show you, is you really still happening, Dylan. <laughs> you you uh -huh. really missed an opportunity to, to have Baron Corbin come out. And Hello, just my name is Baron Corbin. So, uh, I will later. break you with the mimosas. You know what, Blake Tanner? I think next week there's going to be another money in the bank, or cash in the bag <laughs> qualifying match, wherein Bobby Bain takes on some random jobber and then cuts a promo. How about that? <laughs> all right, but all right. until then... That.
I believe the Dylan can be found at Sexy Chucky T on Twitter. Yep. Blake Tanner, where can they find you? You can find me at Blake A. Tanner on Twitter. I mostly tweet about Persona and Persona-related things at the moment. You tweet a lot about Persona. And you can find me at Scotty Mo on Twitter. That's S-C-O-T-T. Y-E-M-O. You can buy my books on Amazon under the name Quizzle Corp. Q-U-E-Z-A-L-C-O-R-P. You can find me and Blake on the podcast A Load of BS, another great show on the BS Network. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, you can find us at fightboys.aloadofpurebs.com. You can buy our merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Find us on Facebook. Donate to the Patreon. Follow us on Twitter, Chuck Taylor. And remember, when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life. See you guys next week. This week.